are listening to the Every Truth Podcast with me, Stacey Camille. This is a creative space where every episode is inspired by the truth and wisdom of God's Word. We are a community that's supportive, honest, and willing to share. So join me every Monday and Wednesday to talk about overcoming real personal and spiritual challenges with faith, hope, and love. Grab your favorite cup of coffee, your Bible, a notebook, and come on in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back uh, to the Every Truth Podcast. This is season two. If you don't know already, and I'm saying it's season two because if you have not watched season one, make sure you click the link in the description to go back and watch uh, season one. I covered some really cool um, topics, especially um, surrounding around spiritual uh, warfare and just um, how we can be successful and be victorious and win with all the tools that uh, the Bible gives us, that God gives us, and all of the good things, all of the good things. So make sure you go back and watch that. This season, I am answering all of your questions that you submitted in season one. So I picked like the top 10, actually, not all of them. I picked the top 10. But if you do have a question, remember, you can still submit it at everytruthstudio.com. Um, there is a link there that you can submit your questions to, and I will answer them in an episode or probably in a midweek check-in. Okay. So I really, really want to hear from you. So remember to do that. Remember to like, and subscribe if you find any value in this channel and also connect with me on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Yes, folks, I am on TikTok. Oh my goodness. Okay. So let's jump right into today's question. Here we go. I have done some really crazy things in my life. Mm, okay, girl. I don't belong in a church, but I need help. Can God help me if I don't go? And I'm assuming uh, this um, young lady, and I know it's a young lady because the name was submitted, but I'm not revealing the names um, on the show but I'm assuming that she's meaning if I don't go to church. Okay, no problem. Easy one. Um, let's, let's unpack this a little bit. So why do you feel like you don't belong? So let's ask that question. And I'm going to assume that the answer is related to or connected to some of the things that you have done and what you view the church to be. And I'm going to kind of go out on the limb and say, you think that only perfect people uh, are go to church and church is only for the perfect people. So you might think I have to get right before I go there. And I'm going to tell you right now, that is not true. That is not true. So it does not matter what you have done. As a matter of fact, the worst condition you're in um, makes you a better candidate to be in church, okay? Because church is not a museum. It is not the New York fashion show. It is not the club. It is not the country club or the corner club. It is a hospital. It is a spiritual hospital where people come to heal, to get well, and they're supposed to leave um, well, spiritually, 
um, sometimes physically, if you want to get the miracle, all of that, okay, mentally, um, God fixes people there. Now, does God only work in church? Absolutely not. He, he can work anywhere he wants to work, but going to church gives you the added benefit of being around others who are like you or who have been where you are now, who can help you, who can counsel you, who can encourage you, um, who can give you all the resources and tools that you need to kind of continue in your healing process or continue to be successful. So I would say, um, don't think that church is, or if you've been to a church where people are, uh, look like they're perfect. Listen, it's all a pretense. It is not real. We are, we all have flaws, no matter how long we're saved. Listen, we are born in sin. The Bible says we're born in sin and shaped in iniquity. That means that everybody was born flawed. It is God's grace that saved us is his uh, blood that he shed on the cross that, that, that washes away our sins, but that does not mean that we come up out of that water when we get baptized, perfect and totally rid of all our flaws. Why? Because we're still in this flesh. We are still flawed. We are still working towards perfection. So it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you've done. You are a prime candidate for God to work in your life and, uh, just going to a church. And I want to say, I want to plug in, uh, a, a, a Pentecostal church an apostolic church where you can repent of your sins and be baptized in Jesus name and be filled with the Holy spirit, um, is going to be the best thing that you've ever done in your life. So do it. What can you lose? What can you lose? Okay. Actually, you can only gain. You can only gain. Um, the second point I want to point out is, you know, church is not a building. It's a people. So like I said, it's not necessarily, you know, we, we, we build beautiful churches. We build beautiful buildings, I should say, but God is too big to be confined to a building. He can work with you in your home. We found that out during the pandemic when we couldn't gather, we couldn't go to church. There are a lot of people getting saved in their homes. Actually, there are a lot of people saved in uh, getting baptized in Jesus name and, and, and uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit and living a victorious life um, in their homes because maybe they live in a country that does not allow uh, the freedom of worship, right? So they have to hide in their homes and worship. There are people that have small groups um, here in the U S where we are free to worship, but they'll have, you know, a little small group. Maybe there's not a church within, you know, miles and miles and miles, and they have nowhere to go. And they're not necessarily satisfied with, with just, um, watching church on TV, you know, they'll gather in small groups in homes. That's how the church started. People gathered in homes and, and they'll worship there. And there's some people that are content with watching, um, services on their television, but I will say watching on television, you know, it, although it is convenient and it's definitely a benefit for those who cannot make it to service due to work schedule or whatever, but, um, just being around people that are, 
are just being around people who are worshiping with you, who are crying with you, who are praising with you, who are singing with you, praying with you, that energy just really kind of gives you the boost and the encouragement that you need to move on, to keep going, to, to get back up, dust yourself off and, and just keep on moving forward. Right? So, so that is the benefit. And the Bible also says, um, uh, I think I, I might be misquoting this, but just, uh, do not, you know, forsake, uh, the gathering or, ah, I am misquoting it, but, um, it, the Bible does encourage <laughs> us to, to gather. And I cannot recall that, but the, the Bible does encourage us to, to gather together for that very reason so that we can commune together, um, that we can teach each other, you know, iron sharpens iron that, you know, there's, and there's different gifts in the church. You know, this person might have this gift. This person might have that gift and they edify each other by using their gifts to share with each other. Right. So, um, it's just a wonderful place. And if you find the right environment, the right church led by, um, true disciples of Jesus Christ, then there is always a benefit. So, um, let me talk about what you said about yourself. You've done some crazy things and I'm just, you know, assuming that you're, you're disqualifying yourself because of what you've done in the Bible. Listen, we're talking about David, uh, King David. Let's, let's be real. He, he was a murderer. Okay. He, he committed adultery. He did all kinds of things. And if you really read the old Testament, there are some crazy things that people have done that, that the Bible exalts to be, uh, great people of faith. Um, and, and, and they are, they are celebrated as people who, who please God, who have great faith in God, who have done exploits, all of that, despite the fact that they have done crazy things, right? There is uh, Mary Magdalene. There's the woman at the well. I mean, these were prostitutes. These were, I think Mary was filled with seven demons, right? Listen, you can't get no crazier than that. You can't get no crazier than and, and having all those demons living you. Um, the woman at the well, she was, she, Jesus, you know, kind of pulled her carpet and said, you know, okay, you, yeah, I know you don't have a husband. You got five, you got everybody else's husband. So listen, at the end of the day, God does not call perfect people because perfect, there is no such thing. And if you think that you're perfect, you are lying to yourself and God cannot use someone who is not truthful about their condition. He cannot work with that. That's, that's somebody that's hardened that doesn't think that they can get any better, that they can't improve. You know, it's very hard to work with somebody like that. So, um, God, God specializes in, um, the impossible and with making and with using the imperfect to do exploits, to do great things. So, so like I said, you are the prime candidate. You, you are the one that he is searching for. You are the one that he loves. You are the one that he wants to use. So please don't disqualify yourself. 
um, from church. And church is supposed to be a place of uh, restoration, not rejection. So if you have gone to a place where you've been looked down on or you've been put on the back bench or put in the corner because you don't look a certain way um, or you feel that rejection, that's not the place for you. That's not the place for you. As a matter of fact, you reach out to me on everytruthstudio.com and I will make sure that I find you a wonderful church with wonderful people uh, wherever you are, or at least connect you to somebody that can minister to you uh, because it does sound like you are looking for something. You said, I need help. And I'm telling you, there is help out there, especially for you. So you reach out to me and we can we can, we can can talk about it, okay? So before I go on to um, the couple of my next tips, we're just gonna take a quick break and we will be right back. When you decide to follow Christ, your life is changed forever. Death turns to life. Despair turns to hope. Dark becomes light. It is the best decision that anyone can make. When we are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, we go down in the water and come up with all of our sins washed away. Now we can say that we were once darkness, but now we are light in the Lord. You are a new person with a clean slate and a new name. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Jesus gave his life for you. For this moment, the moment when you'll decide to accept his free gift of salvation, and he will set you free to let your light shine. If you are ready for a change, visit StacyCamille.com. I would love to connect with you. right back and so let's get back into the tips that I have for you um the next thing is there's something that I call this is my term this is not Bible this is not everybody else I call the Pharisee Club um if you know anything about the Pharisees and the Sadducees um the Sanhedrin uh in the Bible you know that they were very much about obeying the law the letter of the law but they had a problem with obeying the spirit um of the law right they everything was just like you have to just follow these 600 plus laws they had a lot of laws um it's impossible it's impossible to follow all of those laws because the bible says that if you break one you break them all but they were adamant about that um but they failed to see or to serve the needs of the people their the whole purpose um, of their station was to connect people to God. But what they were doing was they were disconnecting people to God. The very people that they needed to connect to God, they rejected. 
So it, 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 you know, and that's the whole purpose for Jesus coming. So if you find that atmosphere and I'm just telling you things that you should kind of avoid, because I don't want you to get into a situation where you visit a place and you just get this negative response and then you totally give up. So I'm telling you what's out there and I'm telling you what not, when, when you see these things, it's a red flag. So, and, and I want you to, um, when you walk into a place, I want you to be able to identify if this is the place for you. So that's why I'm saying this. I'm not criticizing every church. I'm just telling you what to look out for. Um, so if you see that attitude where it's like, you have to be a certain way before you, God can save you run, turn around and run. That ain't, that ain't it. It ain't. And this is my urban talking. That ain't it. That's not the place for you. That ain't it. You need to find a place that is accepting, that is loving. When you walk into that place, you feel the love of God just dripping off the people. And there are places like that. Okay. So make sure you avoid the Pharisee club, any club, any church that feels like a club because a club is exclusive and there is no church that should feel exclusive. Every church should be inclusive. Okay. Um, here is, here's, here's, here's a scripture, um, that, that I love that addresses this issue. It goes on hearing this, Jesus said to them, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. So there it is right there. He did not call, come to call the healthy, those who are so-called perfect. He came to call the sick because those people he can work with, right? When you're sick, you know you're sick, okay? If you're sick and you're still walking around like you're healthy, then something is not just wrong with you physically. Something is wrong with you mentally. Um, that you have other issues that need to be addressed. But if you are sick and you know that you're sick, what do you do? You make an appointment with the doctor so that he can fix you. Jesus is the doctor. And he said he came for the sick, for the people that have done crazy things. Okay. And he said that he has come with an answer for you with a gift for you, a free gift. And all he wants you to do is accept that gift. That's it, right? Um, you can't get a better deal. Free is always a good deal. And finding the right church culture is um, my final point. Like I said, um, and when I say culture, I mean a spiritual environment, right? You, you look for the fruit, right? Um, the Bible says you can, you can, you can tell them, you can, you can tell them apart by their fruit. So uh, there's, there's, there's a fruit of the spirit, uh, love, peace, joy, long suffering, kindness, gentleness, meekness, patience. You want to see that coming from the people. All right. Because that is a clear indication that they are disciples of Jesus Christ. And if you want to be a disciple, you want to be around people who are already disciples so that you can kind of pick up what, you know, the traits you want to pick up the habits. You want to pick up all the things, um, that's God approved from them. You don't want to pick up gossip and lying and cheating and all of that stuff. That is a clear indication that that's not the right culture for you. So that's on the spiritual aspect. Now on just a natural practical aspect, there are some churches that are predominantly, uh, African-American. There are some churches that are predominantly Caribbean, African-Caribbean. 
um, Hispanic, uh, Caucasian, um, and depending on what uh, culture you are used to or a culture you're from, you know, there are plenty to choose from. There, one, one culture is not better than the other, but we are humans, um, we are beings of habit. We like to be around um, like-minded people, people that uh, feel familiar to us. So I come from a Caribbean background, a Jamaican background. So I, for pretty much most of my life, I went to a, a predominantly um, Caribbean church. Now I go to um, a church that's pretty, not not all the way diverse, but pretty diverse, right? So there's Hispanic, there's Caucasian, there's probably some other mixtures in there, but I believe it's predominantly, actually predominantly Hispanic and Caucasian. And and that's okay with me, right? Because the worship is is just there. It's 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 true. It's everything that God requires of worship. The word of God is being preached. Um, the leadership are are true disciples of Jesus Christ. You can you can feel the love of God. Now I'm not saying that everything is perfect. I don't know that because I'm you know I'm pretty new there, so I don't know anything. Um, that's negative per se, but, um, if something does come up, it's, it wouldn't surprise me. Right. Because I know that these people are human beings now, but as long as you are following the Bible and you are doing what the Bible says, and you're doing what Jesus says, and you are a follower of Christ, I, I, I can pray for you and pray that you get over whatever flaws you have and move on. So the culture thing, um, is not necessarily an issue with me, but it was an issue in the beginning because I've been going through a church in a particular culture for a very long time. So mentally it was kind of a huge transition. Um, like I said, you know, our, our churches, um, are, are very exuberant in their worship. <laughs> to put it in a nice way, right? We dance, we clap, we sing, you know, you kind of get hype, you get excited. And then there are some churches that the worship is just very quiet and just, you know, we, we love Jesus and we raise our hands and we stand and we sit. And if that's, if that's the type of church you want to go to, that is okay. There is nothing, one is not better than the other. So choose a, um, the main thing that you should be looking for is, um, any indication that they are preaching truth, um, and that they are displaying the fruit of the spirit. They are, um, following the Bible, meaning that they don't, the Bible in its entirety, meaning they're not picking and choosing what to follow and then twisting other, um, other, other, other sections of the Bible. They just, they, they take it in and they preach it as it is. And that, um, that, that you feel like you belong there. They make you feel like you belong there because you do belong there. God says you belong there. So you belong there. And his word is the final word. So with that said, I, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray that you find a place that you feel like you fit in, that they um, accommodate you, that you feel the love and the acceptance that you need because God loves you. And that is the truth. That is what the whole Bible 
is built on is on the love of God because he is love. Um, the Bible said, this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. So that is how he showed his love, no matter what your background is. This is love. God is love. So you are the very person that Jesus died for. You are, um, you do belong. You do belong. So um, if you need, if you need to be connected, please, I beg you, reach out to me. Uh, connect with me on the website. Um, you could DM me on social media. Uh, I do have my links in the description. And uh, for everybody else, I hope this was helpful to you as well. Please share this with someone that you feel is kind of like lost their way, whether it's a prodigal, somebody that was in church and left, or somebody that's just you, you feel like they, they, they need to be encouraged to, to just connect with someone. Um, feel free to let them know that this is a community here that can help you. Uh, so, so remember to like, remember to subscribe, remember to share, remember to turn on the notifications. We are still answering all your questions. Um, we do come on every Monday, so please tune in and you can also listen on the podcast, um, on Apple, Spotify, Google, and a couple other areas, but you can probably find it on any of the podcast apps. So make sure that you listen and visit the website for the show notes, because I do write that out there for those who like to read and not necessarily listen or watch, but I would love for you to watch. I would love for you to watch. Um, so thank you so much. Remember to uh, watch all the other videos so you can click wherever it is to click to watch the previous videos on where I answer a couple of other questions. Um, and I will see you next Monday. Bye-bye.